Hello everyone, you're listening to Express Yourself with your host Cindy and Sika. So guys, this is our section called Reality Check where we just talk about our weeks and how we've been feeling. Mm. How's your week been, Sika? Um, my week feels really busy. Felt yeah. really busy this time round. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a birthday brunch the weekend before. Um, what? Am, it just feels so busy. I can't even think what I was doing. Yeah. How do you feel about going out now that everything's opening up a bit more? Um, it's really surprising how easy it is though, because when you get on the train on the tube, it doesn't feel like there's anything different except people are wearing wearing masks. That's basically, true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah. it's easy to get caught into thinking like everything's normal now. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, I think I've kind of accepted this as the new normal. Yeah, I had a conversation yeah. with my grandma today. Yeah, and she was t- she said something really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, uh, "Corona is gonna be like uh, HIV," mm. because like HIV, we just live with it now. It's like it doesn't exist anymore, it's <laughs> but it's true. still there and killing people. Yeah, <laughs> She's like COVID's gonna be COVID. I was like, "No, don't say that." <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, and only the people who felt it like the most, like the eighties and nineties, yeah. yeah, in certain communities, really still remember how bad it was. Yeah, but for like us, we don't really deep how bad HIV was. The thing is, there were drugs back then when you yeah. were born and stuff, yeah, so that's it's true. different. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, gosh. that's that's been my week. How was oh, yours? Nice. Um, mine was good as well. Um, we went out for the first time. Well, it was my first time eating out. Oh, that vegan yeah. Brunch place. yeah. Yeah, it's that called, was really nice. Yeah, it's called yeah. Love Shack, by the way, guys. It's a vegan restaurant in Bethel Green. Yeah. Um, And then the evening after, I went to... I had a cocktail night with my friends and a game oh, night, which is nice. nice. Yeah. 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 But yeah, everything's kind of gone back to normal. Yeah, it feels normal now as well. Yeah, it so, does. Yeah. 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 It's good to be back. Kind of back. It's good to and be back out. And today we're recording in person for the first time. We are. We are recording in person, guys. So hopefully the quality is a lot better today. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You guys let us know how it sounds. Give us feedback. We need it. Yes, please. Today we are talking about the books that we read when we were growing up and how they shaped us to be the people we are today. Mm -hmm. So we're first going to start off with talking about children's book, what our favourite children's books were, um... And, yeah, how we feel like they shaped us, what we liked, what we didn't dislike. So, yeah. Um, what were your favourite children's books that you read between, like, the age of, like, I don't know, 5 and 12? 5 Three and teens. 12. Yeah. Um, actually, um, uh, when I was having the, the birthday brunch, my friend actually reminded me. She, she asked me a question that sort of prompted me. Yeah. And I remembered that actually... My love for books maybe started before I could speak English. What? Okay. Yeah. So there oh. were, you know, the Bible stories. That's like this huge book. Oh, There's a collection yeah. of different parables yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I used to just flick through that book and mm. look at the pictures and yeah. stuff like that, and you know, like mm. just go through and absorb the pictures and try to guess what was happening by looking at the pictures. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't even I. This sounds really bad, but I used to find the children's Bible book really boring. I think it was great to be read to. Yeah. Probably yeah. to be read to, not yeah. to read yourself. Yeah. I couldn't read English at that time as well, so mm. obviously it was just gonna be there weren't that many pictures, but I always yeah. just used to go through it all the time. Oh really? Yeah, mm. yeah. But what I also remembered is that you know all the Disney classics like Snow White, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, I didn't watch those. I read them. 
Oh yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah I read them as well. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, really... I didn't really watch them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, there was one. What was uh, Rapunzel, mm-hmm. Snow White, um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, all those ones. Like Aladdin. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't um, um, watch them. Yeah. Maybe now, like when I'm older, like when the the movie came out on Netflix, that's the first time I actually watched it. Oh really? Yeah. I'm not sure if I. I think I read them as well, but I'm not sure if I'm mixing up the books and the films. But I definitely do remember reading them. I think it's quite likely it. as well, especially when you're saying it does if you're playing with too many dolls. <laughs> yeah, I think I just mixed them both together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Bible stories. Yeah. That's interesting. Um. And then maybe the other thing, what was it? Oh, um, wait, hold on. So Mm -hmm. there was this uh, in Zim. Mm -hmm. For all you uh, Zim listeners, there's a collection of books called the Sunrise Readers. Mm -hmm. So there's like book one up to book 20. Mm -hmm. And in book... So basically book one is really simple. It's Mm -hmm. like... In present tense, oh, look, Jenny, there were four characters. Okay. The first book is called Friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, Jenny, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So as you progress your primary school, mm-hmm. you read higher and higher level books. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have something similar like that in yeah. this country. It's called Biff, Chip and Kip, Kippa. Okay. Yeah, it was like um, it was called the Magic Key series, and it was like a oh, group okay. of like it was like a brother and a sister and some of their friends. Yeah, it's quite I think, diverse, and yeah. they travel to different places, and it'll get progressively harder and harder to, to until read. you reach like key stage two, and then you are free reading something more. Something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh remember, my god! I remember when I was in school. I was so like excited because I was the first one in my class to become a free reader. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, those sunrise readers for yeah. me as well. So when my mom left to to like relocate to the UK, she bought me mm-hmm. like all my textbooks for like mm-hmm. the first three years of primary school. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And those Sunrise Readers, she bought like a whole mm-hmm. load of them. Yeah. So I had them. So yeah. I actually got to them really quickly. Yeah. Because I had them with me. Oh. So by the time so like the other kids didn't were at a disadvantage. Not necessarily. I was just yeah. reading them way uh, ahead. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I remember I used to do that too. I used to get through books really quickly. Yeah. Did you have to read with a teacher? Yes. Before we did, yeah. Okay. Basically, <laughs> reading records. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Zim was colonised by the British, so it makes sense that the education system would be pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 GCSEs are the same as, like, all levels in Zim as well. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. They're the same. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting that you guys had one as well. Yeah. Actually I still have my reading record from school. <laughs> I have, like, all the books I used to write and note down in there and have stickers yeah. in front of it. Oh, Kept my God. It, yeah. That's really cool. We should bring I mean, it out one day. Yeah, I should. I'm really <laughs> sentimental about stuff like that. I don't chuck it away. Do really? You, no. Um, I know my mum keeps a lot of, like, my primary school stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, a reading record thing. Mm, probably. I was asking, like, why are you keeping these things? It's, just, it's nice to look back on it oh, one God. day. <laughs> no? I don't know. Sometimes you really get a bit hazy. <laughs> Maybe let's take pictures then and check the things. No, what if you lose the iCloud access or something? What if, the fi- what, what if there's a fire yeah, and, and the books f- burn? What about if the file gets corrupted? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's no winning. It's true. Um, but um, yeah, so that's like the, the, the mm-hmm. early reading mm-hmm. stage, like early years. Mm. Uh, what were you reading? Like, let's say when you were um, past the, the, the guided reading. Um, I was reading like stuff like Roll Doll. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, okay. James and the Giant Peach, The Twits. The you know, what, it's funny though because yeah. 
it's kind of exactly the same for me as well mm-hmm. because I remember we used to have library time. Yeah. You'd go in the library, pick out a book. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a library card and everything. Yeah. Um, there was actually time allocated in the library for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And a lot of the books that you mentioned, mm-hmm. those were the books that were in the library as oh, well. okay. Yeah. Did you read them? Yeah. Yeah, I remember there was this collection of stories by Roald Dahl. Like, it was a specific Roald Dahl edition with a oh. collection of all the stories. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I, I used to go and get that one renewed all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roald Dahl was so good. Yeah. Such a good writer. Yeah. Um, also used to read, like, Michael Mopurgo. Oh, okay. Um, Harry Potter. A oh. little bit. Wait, yeah. so you read Harry Potter when it you were It was in the young. library when I was in, like, year six. I remember seeing oh, it Oh, okay. Year but six, how old you, would you have I think been? I was, like, 11. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I also read, like, the classics, like, Black Beauty, The Secret mm. Garden, oh, The Railway okay. Children. Railway Children. What's that yeah, about? Yeah, it's, like, about some, like, wartime really period. Dark. No, it's not actually. It's about um during the war when kids were shipped off to other areas of the country because they couldn't stay in London because oh, there was a fear of it getting bombed okay. in certain cities. Oh, so the children were sent away. That sounds then, so, so, so sad though. Yeah, it was quite sad. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it was just about children having adventures. Mm, um, adventures? Yeah. <laughs> what was so adventurous about that though? I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Did it feel adventurous when you were reading it? Yeah, it did. Because to go to a new place, they wouldn't have their mothers. Oh, okay. They'd see other kids who were also railway children or sent oh, away okay yeah okay that sounds interesting though to be fair it was i yeah. would read that as an adult like mm, the, 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 the concept behind it like i'd love to read a book like that yeah um, what else did you read um i feel like see that's the thing i think i went from like that innocent uh reading phase and yeah. i drove i dove straight into like the hardcore stuff so mm. but before i get to that i remember yeah. reading the naughtiest girl in the school. Oh yes, Enid Blyton. Yeah, yeah, that was a really. I remember, guys. I, I remember I read that book, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to read it again, so I took it out again. And I remember yeah. the librarian being like, "Why are you taking this book again? <laughs> you already <laughs> read the book." No, wasn't there a series? So there's more than one book in the series. The naughtiest uh, girl in the school. And then right? there was another, the something girl in the school. Right? Yeah, I think it was another version oh, of it. Oh, yeah. okay. Or there was the that the other book by Enid Blyton about the the five kids. Or is it like a boy and a girl, sisters and a brother? See, and... I'm thinking Hansel and Gretel, because that's the other no, book I read. No, <laughs> no, Hansel and Gretel, is it? Is that Brothers Grimm? So it's, Grimm? It's, a, it's, a, it's a brother and a sister that get lost in the woods or something, oh, okay. isn't it? Okay, yeah, it's one of those fairy tales. Yeah. Isn't it by, like, the Grimm brothers or something? I have no idea. I just remember okay. reading the book. Oh. It was like a writer of passage at school. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a scary story. It is quite frightening for kids as well. Yeah, for it's kids, quite frightening. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like this theme of like stranger danger with young kids' books. Like, beware of yeah. adults. Like, you can't trust them. Like, you're taught to trust adults until a certain point. And it's like, yeah, adults are like. With bated breath. Trust them with bated breath. Yeah, exactly. Like, Hansel and Gretel, yeah. um, Sleeping Beauty, The Old Lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many books like that. Even Roald Dahl books. Adults yeah. sometimes are a bit fishy. I was literally just about to say, like, the last yeah. time uh, when we met you, were talking about how Roald Dahl's books are mm-hmm. always. Um, very. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe. It. I don't know how you described it. Anyway, what did you say? Like mature, dark. I don't know. Dark, like yeah. in terms of like children. Like it's it makes it makes children portrays children like in a really broken way. I guess so, but I think it's good though because it just shows you like the world is shows dark. diversity in kids and it allows kids to empathize. That's true. Not so perfect yeah. protagonists. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so yeah, you were saying. So after you read these books, what did you graduate and read? Um, I remember reading Little Women. 
Oh yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, yeah that and was good. maybe that's the birth of the birth of my radicalism. Why? Because like little women is uh, it, I might be confusing, but isn't little women about like the girls that live with their dad? Oh, and it's their like there is them their their mom. Yeah, and they're li- being a little bit rebellious. Yeah, they are. Stuff. They all yeah. have really distinct personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like that book. That I've got like a fragmented memory of it, but yeah. I still appreciate it. Like for how I felt when I was reading the book at yeah. the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I sort of moved from that, mm-hmm. and that's when I discovered legal thrillers. Mm-hmm. And I still love them to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, what was your first legal thriller that you read? The Summons by John Grisham. And how old were you? I think I was 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got hooked. Really? Got sucked in. Yeah, I've never <laughs> left that hole. It's like a huge abyss. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm still oh. like... <laughs> I'm still going in. <laughs> really? I heard, um, I was reading somewhere that the reason why you like music from when you were in your teenage years yeah. is because your hormones are quite imbalanced. Okay. So you, when you read something that you really like or listen to something you really like, you get a spike of dopamine. Oh. And because it's such a massive rush and yeah. a decline and you never really reach that high point again when you're adult because it kind of tapers off. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when you read, you like something specifically when you're that age and you get into it, mm. it kind of like stays with you for a really oh, long time or through okay. your adult life. Because oh you're God. trying to get back to that dopamine, that high that you reach when you're okay. young. Yeah. Wow. You're trying to get back and have that feeling again and again. You know, I think I think that's, uh, after reading A Little Life, mm-hmm. you see, you always keep trying to find a book that's going to match the, the level of... Um, and the level of anxiety yeah and 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 all those feelings yeah yeah i think that's i can relate <laughs> to what you're saying when i think of like a little life because yeah. i'm always comparing books as well yeah that's true life now. yeah so but maybe yeah. that's why your love for thrillers now yeah because thrillers have still continued yeah. yeah yeah i think yeah that's the thing like I, i've always just read them i've always had one on my shelf yeah. i just can't let them go i never will <laughs> I can't imagine you not reading legal thrillers. No. Yeah. Neither can I. What were you reading then? Um, yeah, I think that was it, really. Just Roald Dahl, lots of classics, mm. The Secret Garden. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, The yeah. Secret Garden, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. The Little Princess, stuff like that. Sounds familiar, definitely. Just like classics. Yeah. Little, yeah. Um, so next we're going to talk about the books that we read in our teens and leading up to um, our young adulthood. Mm-hmm. So Cindy, what were you reading? Um, I think I first started off with reading like Jacqueline Wilson books. This okay. is like a really like British thing. I'm not sure if you have that. Um, you read so- Jacqueline Wilson. It was like Tracy Beaker... The Illustrated Mom, Girls in Love, Girls oh, and Kids. Okay, okay. Did you ever watch CBBC? Um, CBBC, I watched uh, when I was that age because my brother was born and raised here, so we used oh, to visit a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think some of the titles that you're mentioning sort of ring a bell to me because of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And also, I used to go to the library when I was here as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, literally, oh. that's the first. I remember like <laughs> the day that we landed. Mm-hmm. The next day, my dad, my mom was like, "Oh, you should go to the library, your dad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we went to pick out books on the second day. Oh, okay. Maybe so, yeah. she knew you'd be bored. Probably. So, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And my mom just wanted me off the TV. I think that's why she did it. Mm, yeah, so, that's yeah. true. But yeah, Jacqueline Wilson books were like a staple for like millennials. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like young teens. What was your favourite one? Uh, my favourite one was probably The Illustrated Mum. 
Okay. Or this other one called Cookie. They were all always like really controversial themes. Oh. Like adoption and divorce. So is this the point where like Cindy starts being a little bit radical? Um, maybe actually, because I feel like Jacqueline Wilson helped me to appreciate, I don't know, other women a bit more. Yeah. I guess maybe it was like, I don't know, started out for me to really think about other people's perspectives. Oh, okay. Because like, the, her usually her protagonist goes through like really hard situations mm. that you wouldn't expect children to go through to go or through. talk about. Like one of the mums in the book was like abused or something. How old abuse. are you when you're reading this? 13, 14. 13, okay, yeah. 12, so I can even, understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the main characters is a girl, she's 14, and her dad punches her. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you reading? Another one, one of the other titles is called Dustbin Baby, and it's about this girl who grew up and she finds out that when she was born, her mother left her in a dustbin. That sounds to me like a, a book called Young Mother that we mm-hmm. read in school. Yeah. Well. It's just it's really, the same thing. really dark themes. Like, even this another girl, she, they talk about like suicide mm-hmm. and depression. And this other one, the mum has bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. The other one has to flee from the father. Another one is a girl who runs away and she lives on the streets. Like, I like the really fact that dark though, stuff. A... Not conventional at all. Yeah, I like the fact that like it's a resounding theme on the focus on girls though because I feel like yeah. a lot of you don't necessarily find a lot of uh, literature that's like that yeah it's true because before we mm-hmm. were talking about like how when we were young reading mm-hmm. a lot of like princessy yeah, yeah like so Disney yeah on paper, fairy tales yeah. good endings happy endings yeah. yeah prince charming endings yeah it's true <laughs> yeah it's true very sanitised I think yeah to an extent yeah yeah, yeah. then that's the other extreme exactly like tragedy women it was it was kind of like yeah it was very tragic but also but very like nice, comforting was also, yeah. yeah and it really helped like make you realise like oh this girl in my class could be going through something like this yeah compassion yeah but then again I remember <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> I remember in school there was this one story by Jacqueline Wilson called Cookie. Okay. And it was about this girl. She was called Cookie. Her dad named her okay. Cookie. But she was de- <laughs> she was dealing with her dad was abusive and the mum was like a stay-at-home mum who was uh-huh. being abused. And the dad was like some entrepreneurial, you so know, businessman. Yeah. yeah, they were both okay. being abused by the dad. And then the girl was dealing with weight issues too, but also seeing her mum being abused. Oh, okay. So one day the dad was like, oh, it's your birthday, we're going to go all out, you're going to get all these pink things, wear this pink dress. And then um, I think the girl wore it on her birthday and she wasn't happy about wearing it. Yeah. And then the dad called her a pig. So, oh, so his own daughter's like, oh, oh you God. look like a pig. Oh my gosh, that really doesn't suit you. And it's like... Showing kids like how to deal with kind of being rejected by your parent oh and not God. living up to their standards. But I remember one of my friends was making fun of the girl. Oh. <laughs> sympathy. Oh, dark friend. <laughs> yeah, like my friend would just make fun of her and be like, "Oh yeah, like she's just oh laughing at her, at her plight, really." <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm literally picturing the girl as a real person, like yeah. a real life person. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and we're reading about this, and this book is kind of supposed to make you more empathetic, but my friend here <laughs> thinking something else completely. That just goes to show how like um, diverse people's points of view That's are. True. You know? Yeah. She, maybe for her it was like a way of lightening the the darkness and the sadness of the story. No, I think she genuinely found it found it funny the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how peculiar is yeah. that? Um, another genre that I really like reading was vampire fantasy romance. Oh, okay. So this is like Twilight, the Vampire Diaries. 
um, Marked by Kristen Katz, Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. Rachel Kane, Glass Houses. Um, yeah, I think I just really like these books because, I don't know, they focus on love. Yeah. And it was something that, as a reader, when you're young, you can really identify yeah. with. It's a simple emotion. Exactly. It's simple and complex at the same time. Exactly. Simple, but exactly. It's, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, and like, who doesn't love a bad boy vampire? <laughs> like, it's a genre that's existed for such a long time. You have Dracula, like, come on. Why wouldn't teenage girls love it? That's true, yeah. Um, Did you ever... Oh, sorry, go on. I saw, I read um, on an article that it said that vampire romance appeals to teens because it was like the aspects of being bitten itself mm. is like a metaphor for physical intimacy. Are you so kidding? A, yeah, no, it is. Because mm. it's kind of sexual, but it's not really sexual. Sexual, sexual, Because yeah. as a kid, you're like, oh, this is like, ooh, risky. Ooh, but you don't okay. really understand why you kind of like reading it. Gravitate to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can kind of see what you mean, but oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that Freudian style of thinking. Yeah, it's like yeah. forbidden. Little, exactly yeah. the forbidden apple kind of yeah um but also the fiction was really good the writing mm. was good the characters were well developed and yeah oh, okay okay yeah. i was gonna ask like did you ever get into like um what's that what's the like uh what's it called god i'm struggling for words today <laughs> is it fantasy science no, fiction isn't like the, the really sad uh a dystopian? Oh, yeah, dystopian fiction. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's a big one for teens. Yeah, definitely was really into that. Like, um, Alex Reed. Yeah. Um, the Hunger Games. I love The Hunger Games. That's too long. Yeah, all of those. I love them so much. I read, like, 1984, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. All of those books back then. Animal Farm, all of them. Oh, okay. When I was that young, yeah. Hmm. So, Alex, so what did you think of Animal Farm when um, you read it? Because... I remember thinking what anyone else would think, like, oh, socialism is bad. Oh, Like, communism is bad. But obviously, it was like, I didn't have anyone to give me any critical analysis. I was just consuming the book. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember you said you read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird around that time Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, Yeah, I did read To Kill a Mockingbird. I liked it, because we read it in school as part of the curriculum. But now looking back on it, I'm not sure if I actually (laughs) like it anymore. So, I also read um, some quite... When I was, like, 16, 17... Yeah. I started to read some, like... <laughs> Go on. More, like, <laughs> classics, but, like, more... Mm, a bit... Not the most happiest. Oh, okay. Like, I used to read Sylvia Plath. Because mm. every teenage girl reads that, usually. I, I have not read it. It's, like, a lady who's depressed. Oh, And it's okay. just about her life. Yeah. Um, the Diary of Anne Frank. Oh, I yeah. I really like that Oh, book yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. really love The Diary of Anne Frank yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I used to Good read like days. existential philosophers as well, like Albert Camus. I should not have been re- reading that. Yeah. So I'd have like an existential crisis at sixteen, <laughs> and my form teacher would be like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I'm having an existential crisis. Please leave me alone." Leave me alone. <laughs> she probably. I'm feeling super depressed before I went to school because I read some heavy book. Oh, she probably thought it's just hormones. Probably. That's how people dismiss teenagers mostly. It's just true. hormones. True, and I remember. He, Every time I used to be in form class yeah. and I'd be reading such books, he'd be like, hmm, should you really be reading that? And he was like, Northern Irish as well. Oh, okay. And I was like, 
leave me alone. I yeah, can read what I want. Do, yeah. I also really got into like Russian literature as well. Oh, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. So was, did your thoughts on communism change at that point? Uh, not really. I wasn't really cognizant of what I was reading. Oh, I just okay. really enjoyed the storytelling. Oh, okay. And how, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, actually, I forgot. I think there was a time as well when I, I got absorbed into like historical fiction. Yeah. 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 It was, um, I think it's like, it, it, you know how like for mm. you, fantasy was an escape. Yeah. I think historical fiction for me was that. Mm, same. Yeah. Do you ever read Memoirs of a Geisha? No, oh. no, 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 no. I haven't. But I, I, I think I've, I've got like the book in some list somewhere. I'm hoping mm. to buy it at some Don't point. Don't read it now. Why? It's not good reading it oh. in this era. Oh. I think you could only read it when it was first written or when you're really young. Okay. So you don't really realize what you're doing. So you don't judge it too much. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, I also remember reading this other one called the, the Secret History of the Chinese Cinderella or something like that. Sounds interesting. Yeah. But I have not heard of it. Yeah. I also mm. read Crime and Punishment. By Fyodor Zosyevsky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, when I was 16. That was a bit, a lot, mm, but I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, you you were, like, deep. Yeah. yeah. By the time you were 16. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I, I do, I, I think I do still enjoy, like, a good historical fiction yeah. um, book. Yeah, so I'll probably say, like, legal thrillers mm-hmm. and historical fiction have stuck with me throughout. Mm. So were you reading that genre when you were in 16? 15, 16, teens? Yeah. Yeah, oh, around really? that time, yeah. You weren't reading any of the, like, popular... Teenage YA books? Not really, no. Really? No. Um, I used to read... Um, that's, uh, when I was like 16, 15, 16, that's when I discovered Jodie Pickle, oh, okay. the Jane Moores yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So like Jane Moore, I used to love... Uh, not Jane Moore. Jodie Pickle, I used to love the fact that she, mm-hmm. she always picks the most controversial subjects to talk about. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, she's got a book where she was writing about euthanasia. Yeah. This woman that sort of like convinces her husband to kill her because yeah. she didn't want to live anymore. Yeah. And oh. yeah, so like groomed him to yeah, kill him. Yeah. It's quite a dark thing to read. Yeah, as you, well. you were reading some like real life, real world problems. Yeah, stuff. I'm reading stuff that just, just doesn't and matter. And also, I yeah. loved Doris Lessing. Doris Lessing is actually this uh, mm-hmm. Rhodesian mm-hmm. British woman. Okay. So she grew mm-hmm. up. She 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 was born in Iran, I think. Yeah. She went. She moved to South Rhodesia. Those who don't know, South South Rhodesia is like mm-hmm. Zimbabwe now. Yeah. And she then moved to the UK mm-hmm. and she wrote this book called The Grass is Singing. Mm-hmm. I remember really enjoying that book. Really? Yeah, I think I was like 15 when I read it. Mm. I was, I loved it so much. I, I think I, I still would love to read the book. You should try it. You okay, try yeah, it. Yeah. should, yeah. The Grass is Singing. Okay. Yeah, mm. there is Lessing. She's quite, she's quite well known. I've never read I've never read her other, like, books. Yeah. But that one is, is my favourite one that she's written. Okay. Favourite and only one. <laughs> only one. <laughs> yeah. But I know she's quite... She's well-known. Oh, really? Her other books are famous as well, so... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Why yeah. do you think you didn't read all the other popular, like, YA books, the stereotypical ones? You know what? I think it is. Yeah. Um, I think because my main place where I found books mm-hmm. was the school library... Mm-hmm. And I went to a really old school. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I went to like the the library. We, we had a really old librarian. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, yeah. I don't think there was a lot of like the pop culture stuff on the shelf. Mm. The only time I did engage with pop culture was holidays yeah. when I was here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah. And you know now that you mention it, I can remember certain instances I'd share books with my grandmother. Yeah. My grandmother absolutely wow. loves legal thrillers. Okay, that's why you're reading those yes. books. Yeah. Yeah. That makes she sense. loves everything. Yeah. Like she was a really good like how to get away with murder purely yeah. because like she's like, Oh, there's a quote involved, leave it, I watch it. <laughs> this is why you have a big brain. 
<laughs> because you're reading this stuff up. At such a young age, yeah, I was reading yeah. just garbage. No, that, it wasn't garbage though. It wasn't garbage. True, it wasn't though. garbage, but yeah. wow, that's yeah, you're reading about communism, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, hmm, that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you've missed out on reading those books? Because I feel like when you read them again as an adult, you're not really going to get the same experience. Yes and no, mm. because I feel like FOMO never affects me. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I live under a rock. Yeah, no, guys, Seeker lives under a literal <laughs> rock. <laughs> Things go over my head sometimes, yeah? yeah. yeah. Like, the mm-hmm. hype will die, mm-hmm. and I'll discover it after it has died. Yeah. You know how many times, like, there's something that went viral on social media? Yeah. And I'll message you, like, weeks after. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, did you see this? You're like, you're late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seeker will be, like, a few months behind. <laughs> It's a good way to be, though, because I feel like I'm too much online. You think? Yeah. I wouldn't trust you as someone who's really too much online, though. I think I am, especially on TikTok. Yeah, but TikTok, you, you're you there because of the books, aren't you? No. <laughs> Everything else. Okay. Everything else, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, though. I have, I don't feel like I've missed out, but also mm-hmm. I feel like there's certain things I'll never appreciate the same way other people did when they mm. when they were, like, in, in, in that zone. Mm, that's um, true. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, mm. it'd be interesting to find um, what my my friends because my friends used to read quite a lot as well. I used to go to the library, yeah. going up the stairs to go pick up books. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the summons my friend uh, picked it out for me. Mm-hmm. Who's that by? Uh, so the summons by John Grisham, the first legal oh, thriller I read. Really? Yeah. She picked it out for me. Yeah. I couldn't go to the library because it was break time was going to be over. So I was like, yeah. oh, can you get me a book? And she yeah. came out with that one. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you to you. You know yourself. <laughs> I don't know if you know yourself. Yeah. Oh um, wow. But yeah. Um yeah, but I don't I don't know. I don't mm. know. Maybe I just have to read them now. <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't think you could read Twilight now. I think you'd hate it. You'd be it. surprised. Or some of the cheesy fantasy romance. Maybe yeah. with dystopian literature you could. Just cuz it's a classic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I it's easy to get sucked in as well with dystopian literature. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So now we're on to our next section where we talk about controversial or banned children's books. Mm-hmm. The first book that was actually been quite controversial and has been banned in the past is The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which is quite surprising. Why is it banned? It was banned in because it's quite an old story. It was banned in 1928 by in Chicago um, because it was deemed not literature, but somehow rather evil for children. Oh, okay. Yeah, it faced censorship because it was because of its ungodly influence and for de- de- okay to be fair when you mention the time and you think of the story yeah it makes sense that it, it does bad. it yeah, does yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's also it was also um censored because it depicted women in strong leadership roles oh of course of course <laughs> and um 19- it's like a feminazi book exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah in 1957 um the book was banned for having no value for children's day and for bringing children's minds to a cowardly level and then cowardly level yeah in um 1986 which is quite surprising because it's not it's quite recent yeah um wait how old is the book though i think it's pretty old i don't know how old so how what was stopping them from banning it that whole time i don't know but anyways you know okay people weird (laughs) some fundamentalist christian families in tennessee opposed the novel's inclusion in the public school syllabus because of the novel's depiction of witches, both good and evil. Yeah, to be fair, in that time, like, I, yeah. can, I can sort of, like, think about how the position of Christianity yeah. in those years, mm-hmm. and it makes sense why 
people would arrive well, at that conclusion, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but that's so sad, though. Yeah, and we don't even think about The Wizard of Oz being banned now. Like, no. Me, I think it's just so, like... It's a good book. Yeah, exactly. It's a good story. Kids yeah. love it. Yeah, adults love it. So. I'm going to buy it for my kids. <laughs> yeah. But have I did watch the films. Yeah. Oh, like, yes, there's films. Yeah, there's films. Oh, no, I see. I and I when know. I watch the films, there's another one called Return to Oz. There's a second okay. film, or maybe it's the second book too, and it's so scary. I so, remember watching it with my brother, and we were shook throughout <laughs> it. We were like, this is really scary. <laughs> In that case, then, so yeah. you having watched the film, yeah, and provided the, the the film is an accurate representation of what the book is about yeah. and how the book is, yeah, do you think the return of Oz is, uh, it's, it's valid to ban it? No, on that basis, it's still not. Right? No, it's yeah. never. Yeah, never is. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like contrary. You know, let's start by banning books about eugenics. It's true. Exactly. Yeah. If we're gonna do it that way, let's ban eugenics. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only one we should be banning. Exactly. And Nazi literature. Yeah. Yeah. Super right wing stuff. Another book that was surprisingly banned and censored, and is quite controversial, is James and the Giant Peach by Roald Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the novel was. I'm, I'm just thinking about the time when I read this book. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I just cannot understand. But go on, tell me why is it controversial? So the novel was banned for being too scary for the targeted age groups because of its mysticism, sexual inferences, profanity, racism, promotion of disobedience, and references to tobacco and alcohol. So I went to research what are these sexual influences? Influences, yeah, I was literally just going to ask you that. One of the sexual influences that was listed on here was because in in the movie, the spider, who is a woman, Mm -hmm. licks their lips. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but hold on. Is it banned because of the movie or because of the book? Because of the book. But that was one of the things they also talked about from the film. Hmm. And I remember, like... I remember my boyfriend saying that he found the film quite scary when he was reading it, when he was watching it, when he was young. That's uh, like, I've got a friend who's always been terrified of Matilda. Matilda is such a good, wholesome movie. It is really good, but I also think maybe if you watch it when you're too young. Maybe. Like, you know, at a certain age, like, others are really intimidating. True. And the teacher in Matilda is just so What, Miss Trunchbull? Yeah. Um, I don't really remember the book. I oh, think it's because okay. I've seen the film so many times. So many times, yeah. yeah. To be fair, I feel like I, I merged the two as well. Exactly, I can't really yeah. tell you what happens in the book itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Um, you were saying that the, so the, the sexual references is because the, the spider woman licks her lips. lips. <laughs> right. And apparently that was sexual influence. Okay, so yeah. guys, don't lick your lips. Yeah? If you don't, you can be perceived in a sexual exactly, way. Exactly, yeah. Um, another book, I'm not sure if you read this, but it was quite a staple when we were kids. It's Captain Underpants. Uh, it's no, a, it's no. about this little kid who has who wears underpants right. and he's just kind of naked from the chest up. But it's not in a sexual way or anything. It's just a cartoon. I boy can and, see how they, that can blown up. Yeah, so apparently there was too many jokes about undergarments. And the book helps, even though the book helped children to appreciate their bodies mm-hmm. and their bodily functions. Like it's one of those books where it's a lot of like farting and poop jokes. Oh, okay. Silly okay. jokes. Um, but, but then I, kids are silly about that stuff anyway. Exactly, and it helps them get comfortable with stuff with like it, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But apparently that was not good enough. Too much profanity. Too much profanity. Hmm. Another surprising one is Kafka on the Shore by Haruki Murakami. No, I don't know. Have you read it? So um, this was banned. It won- People wanted to ban it because um, they said that it's surreal and hallucinatory hallucinatory tale of a young woman, of a young runaway 
um, had this kind of like Oedipal complex where okay. this child was trying to look for their mother but then they end up kind of having sex with a ghost. It was just all <laughs> really weird. But it's all so surreal and it's beautifully written. So yeah. they banned that. They wanted the book to be banned because apparently it was not suitable enough for, like, young adults to read. Just crazy. And then young adults, though. Why is it not suitable for exactly. young adults? Because I feel like at that point in time, your brain is a little bit more... If they had said yeah. children, yeah. then I'd say probably maybe. Yeah. But, like, young adults, it's a bit much. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And there's lots of other, like... all. I think all books even if they're targeted to children, are written by adults, so they always have adult things yeah. anyways. Yeah. So there's always going to be things you can... Filter out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or have seeped into the writing because the adult can't really filter all that stuff yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, some yeah. of the Roald Dahl books, like The Twitch, the Twits mm. and The Witches, it's quite dark as well. Yeah, I remember you were telling yeah. me about that. Like, but yeah. Yeah, or yeah. Sleeping Beauty can be oh, yeah. It's quite dark <laughs> yeah. as well. Well, they should yeah. start by blooding, banning Sleeping Beauty then first, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, by this standard, it's worthy of banning as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit interesting. It's yeah. actually fascinating, though, um, to see how filtered mm-hmm. the literary industry was yeah. anyway before. Because mm. now when we think of censorship, mm-hmm. we think of it like as this modern thing, like social media. Yeah. It's an obvious and easy way to point out, but yeah. we forget that actually all forms of media have been sort of like filtered through. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I remember, do you remember that um, book? And it's a, it's a book, but it's most famous for its TV show. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Of course, yeah, that yeah. Also, that social bad. media. That was I. I. I'm still yet to watch Thirteen Reasons Why. Don't watch it. Why not? No. You can watch Emily in Paris. I'll watch. I yeah. have watched Emily in Paris, and it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. You know I'm what? sorry, guys, if you like it. I'm sorry, see if you like it, but that is show. You no. know, I think what it is is the kind of show that I liked yeah. when I first watched it. Yeah. But thinking Gossip Girl, I can always go back and watch, like rewatch mm. over and over and over again. Yeah. But that show, like you, re- you, re- you realize more and more how cringy it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I found the humor funny. Yeah. But I felt like the storyline is cheesy anyway. Uh, in this segment, we're going to talk about the books that we're currently reading. Um, Cindy, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm currently reading um, a book called A Certain Hunger by Chelsea G. Summers. It's about a lady who's um, a food writer. Oh, okay. And she kind of, she kills and eats people. <laughs> you know, that's that's like <laughs> Sweeney Todd. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Sweeney Todd, Hannibal Lecter, kind of, that kind of blend, but from a female perspective, a female serial killer. Oh, God. So it just talks about, like, her experiences in her life. Why she does what she does. Yeah. Um, it's quite humorous, actually. <laughs> the writing style is really She must be really good to make a, a situation like that humorous, yeah? Yeah, that's true. Like a storyline like that. It is. And <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. I, I would definitely recommend it. It's not really something that I've seen lots of people talk about. Yeah. I found it on Goodreads and I just saw the, the like premise and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It has so a really nice it. title though. Yeah. So, and yeah. I like the, the the front cover of it. It's really nice as well. <laughs> you just took a book No. Actually, I didn't. The, the front cover on Goodreads is completely different. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it was, it was a nice surprise when I bought it, yeah. Oh, okay. It yeah. was a plus. It was a bonus. It was. But yeah, I'm currently reading that. And it's really good. I definitely recommend. Oh, okay. And it's not that long of a read as well. It's like... Under 300 pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's like you can uh, read it in like one sitting or two. two A few, but the re- the writing style is quite dense. Oh, like okay. you could kind of imagine 
someone like a female version of David Attenborough mm. talking to you. <laughs> so yeah, there's lots of it's very pretentious as well. Like I've learned so much reading that book. I've learned so much about food, oh. about truffles, about certain Italian words for different food, like what crudo means. Didn't know any of that. Have you discovered any meaty dishes that made you doubt them? Yeah, there was this one dish that is called... I can't remember the name. I can't pronounce the name of it. I know how to spell it, yeah. but I don't want to butcher it. But it's um, wild boar. I didn't know that people ate that. Oh, okay, so yeah. So I've always known... Maybe it's the same thing, but I'm maybe. pretty sure I've always known people Yeah, I didn't like know Italian boar. people ate that and liked that a lot, so... Um, I didn't know French people ate rabbit, so... British people eat rabbit. Yeah, but back to the episode. Okay. So I, I'm currently reading um, House of Stone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like mm-hmm. almost halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you finding it? Um, I really like the book. It's fast paced, mm-hmm. and the story is so peculiar. Mm-hmm. I've been warned as well that the story gets even more uh, peculiar. It, it as does. Well. It so, does. It's a really good book. Yeah. 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 I really like it. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna like read it in the next few days just to find out. It's simply because <laughs> if I like, switched on like an itch. And I just want to scratch it. <laughs> scratch it, scratch it soon. It's so good. That book is amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, really for our first book as well. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. look out on our Instagram for Seekers review on that, which mm. we'll all yeah. be waiting for. Yeah. Actually, next I'm gonna read the seven hu- the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo because oh, that's yes. what you've yeah. Uh, read. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's mm. that's my reading in a nutshell. Okay. Nice. Um, thank you for listening and please let us know what your favourite children's books were when you were growing up, what your favourite teenage reads were, if you agree with us or if you disagree. And yeah. And <laughs> we want to be dragged. Yeah, we want to drag <laughs> us if you think our opinions are wrong, please. Um, but yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and, and TikTok. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.